Hi, this is Jonathan, a.k.a. Roadblock, and I play Jonathan the Match Muscular, the Human Wizard. Hi, I'm Jules. I am the rock gnome Bernice Q. Burns. Hi, this is John, a.k.a. That Film Guy. I'm going to be playing your half-oak barbarian, Carlton Tanks, who was, in fact, raised by wolves and is too enamored of ale, wine, and other intoxicants. Hi, I'm Jack Edithil, and I'm playing Travancore, a half-elf archer and the viceroy of Glenmar. And I am Lauren, a.k.a. Obocrazy, your humble DM, and welcome to Dungeons and & Dragons and & Drunks. Ladies and gentlemen, last time on Dungeons and & Dragons and & Drunks, the party stopped by the farmstead they liberated from dragon cultists just a few weeks ago. They chatted with the town guards, and those in charge of cleaning up and selling the farm included Private Elizabeth Gerda, a former scout who'd run into cultist patrols. She gave them interesting information about a possible cultist army in the direction the party was headed, and despite her excitement about the idea of joining them, was persuaded to stay behind and finish her duties. Heading north, our heroes found signs of patrols, and while camping for the night, were attacked by such a cultist patrol. They managed to fend off the attack only to discover one of the cultists was a familiar face. It was Brad, the racist troublemaker from so long ago. He now lays unconscious in the camp at the group's mercy. And that's where we begin tonight. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons and Drunks. I'm your DM Lauren, a.k.a. Obocrazy. And I'm once again drinking beer from Pyramid Brewery. I actually am giving their Hopfen Spring a try, which is a pale ale with noble hops. And it is delicious and it's almost a little too hoppy for me but hey you know you got to give some stuff a try bernie what are you drinking um i am drinking a spiked root beer called best damn root beer and Mm. i would i don't like to be disparaging Uh oh (laughs) but it's kind of meh for me like i'm not a person who like like so i'm a really big fan of um like frambois and fruly like so when I like a beer that's like gonna be a sweet or like a strawberry it's like I really like it and then most of the time like I like sour beers and stuff like that I don't like really hoppy stuff but it's just like it's kind of sugary like syrupy sugary and it Mm. feels like somebody mixed beer with root beer like just poured the two together and I'm like it works I've seen people mix beer with margaritas and actually really like that so I don't know what kind of trash that makes me but um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I guess I'm just this is it's just eh, not my thing but I found it in my house so that's great <laughs> it's found beer from December but it wasn't in the fridge it was, was chilling and I don't see an expiration date so I'm sure it'll be fine we're golden <laughs> Jonathan what about you hi this is Jonathan I play Jonathan the Magic Muscular and I wanted to call to attention that today uh, February 22nd is national margarita day so in my haste to get back to record on time i put together the shittiest margarita possible cheers (laughs) cheers is it just tequila and juice (laughs) it's tequila and margarita mix but it's still not great it i i should have asked for a cup of ice at sonic and i didn't so that's on me the exciting thing is the more you drink it the better it'll get Uh, how about you oh cool hi I'm Jack. You may remember me from the 1996 Geography Bee. Today, I am drinking a combination <laughs> so of blue much. curacao, 
orange juice. Oh my juice. god, it's all gone. Yeah, there's lo- most. Well, I've been drinking it for a while now. I had to wait for for reasons. Someone was late. <laughs> Wizards. <laughs> They don't uh, arrive precisely when they mean to. OJ, Moscato-infused vodka, and a little bit of seltzer. I'm calling it the real Ghostbusters. Four reasons. And it is bright, bright blue. And Carlton, how about you? If our wonderful audience would have guessed that I am once again drinking a live okay, they would have guessed wrong, because I'm not. I'm <gasps> drinking a what? Meridian Hive Blackberry Mead. Ooh, that does sound good. Ooh, yes, neat. it is quite delicious. It is delicious. Very apropos, to borrow a phrase from our friend. Yeah, so I went to the Growler room, which is a place where to fill a Growler, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to get some Live Oak Primus, which is like a really dark Hefeweizen, but we're out of season. And I'm like, well, I don't want to get a Growler of Hef because I have two cases of Hef in my fridge. Let me change it up. So I have to drink this Growler of mead oh, while playing You mead. have to. Oh, I'm so I'm sorry, bro. I cry tears yeah. for you. <laughs> Real it's tears. It's so good. I, oh, no, I, I was so being good. serious. I hate mead. Oh, it is very, it is very, very sweet. So if it you're is not a, this is actually the first time I've had mead. Okay, so I have this reputation of kind of having a sweet tooth when it comes to alcohol. Mead is too sweet for me. Mm. I can totally get that, especially if you've got like a blackberry, which is already a tart sweet, and then you're talking about mead, which is like drinking sugar. Yeah, I can, I, I love it, but I totally get it. Speaking of totally get, you guys have totally gotten Brad. Brad. Brad lies at your feet, unconscious. Um, I believe Bernie had stuck a couple of arrows into him. Yes, and I literally, you know how like you can like t- stake a tent to the ground? I believe you have done that to Brad and That's healed what... him up a little bit in order to keep him from completely dying. But I since, need to you know... now use my prayer of healing to make sure that... um. Hi. I think that's what I was going to do. I was like, we had staked him in, but he's like not like we like agreed that my medicine check meant I could stake him in without making him dead more. But he's still that's what I wrote down, at least. Yes. Yes. And he's currently still, no, you've still three unconscious. Yeah. I wrote it down and I'm going to. Well, I'm keeping track in case you don't. <laughs> it's a good healer. <laughs> so, All right. So what would you guys like to do? You've got Brad staked to the ground. I'm going to use and unconscious. prayer. And there's four. There's, yeah, there's four of them in there, I think. And we tied his hands and feet just in case. You got two. You were able to find two that would, that you could insert that wouldn't cause more difficulty. Oh, yeah. We did it right here. Yep. And then we tied him up, right? Yep. And uh, I'm going to use ain't prayer. going nowhere. Prayer of healing. Burn that spell slot. And what that does is up to six creatures of my choice that I can see within range. Each regain hit points equal to 2d8, my spell cast plus my spell casting ability modifier, which is a four. So I'm going to roll that. And that includes Carlton, Jonathan the Magimuscular, and everybody else is fine. Nobody else took damage. Also, I guess I'm going to heal that asshole because how are we going to get anything out of him? Go ahead and roll your healing. You guys get 18 points of health. Yay. That was more health than I had. Exactly. Jonathan the Magimuscular is appreciative of her, of his diminutive spellcasting friend. And I look at him and I go, oh my god, I healed you better than a sandwich. What a weird coincidence that I should mention that now in the middle of the field. All right, let's wake this Jonathan the Magimuscular up. appreciates it, and he gives you a firm but gentle uh, pat on the back in, in appreciation. Don't touch me without my permission. 18 hit points is, is enough that Brad 
groans and comes to consciousness. He then moans as he tries to move and a couple of arrows and some rope keep him still. And you hear him... Oh, great Tiamat, it's you assholes again. I want to sit cross-legged on his chest and be like, hi. Go away. No. I'm not going to say anything this time. Come here, Shadow. Shadow comes walking Are we on going over. For it? Wait, hold on. Can we have like a... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm. Time out. We need to have a conference. Because last time we tried to interrogate somebody, it went terribly. Well, it went a lot of different directions. Exactly. Everybody had a different <laughs> approach. So we're going to stick with an approach. We're going to pick an approach. We're going to pick a fucking approach, and we're going to go with it. Because I've heard from somebody, they already have an approach, and they thought it all up in bed with their wife. And that's fine. Whatever <laughs> floats your boat. But let's get, as a group, outside of the game and decide, are we going with, and what are we doing, and who's going to be doing the talking? Because it was a bad last time and pointless or and we can kill him now and save ourselves the time or we can try to extract some information now okay. the cia suggests that you try to establish it or whoever the fuck does the interrogating waterboarding doesn't work establish a rapport i think we've broken that since i staked him to the ground so all right well here's my take we shouldn't torture him damn it well i know we shouldn't we should see if he is willing to share the information that we want. Namely, okay, so what are what do we want to know? Yeah, we let's decide know where, this. We want to know where the army is. Yeah. We want to know the strength of the army. And we want to know any other patrols that are in the area. And bonus information, if he can tell us how they're coercing a blue dragon to, to work with them, gravy. But at this point, he probably doesn't know that. All right, while you guys are doing that, I'm going to go to one of the other corpses, and I'm going to cut off one of the heads just to be prepared for a head puppet. Wait, 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 Hold your horses. I'm waiting. Who is going to be doing a majority of the talking? Who has the best? Let's get everyone's intimidate and and persuasion checks. I'm three on both. Three on intimidation. See, I'm three on persuasion, one on intimidation. I'm a plus one on intimidation, and I'm a plus... Wait, do you add your proficiency bonus? Are you proficient? If you have that skill proficient, but otherwise it's just going to be straight it's up whatever it is. a plus two on persuasion, and a plus one on intimidation, because I'm going to just sit on his chest. Okay. It sounds like Jonathan the Magimuscular has has got got it in both areas so if it's but if okay need backup for scaring him i'm your guy well that yes. would probably be like an aid another or something i don't remember if fifth edition has an aid another but it's no not... but i do huh i do okay so we will i will do the talking and if we need if i need to make a point i will go to you and say hey carlton um can you do your thing and and you do your thing and we'll see if that helps I think we should look scary, though. So Shadow can sit next to Travancore. And Travancore, who's been emotionally compromised by this entire thing, as was evidenced during the last time, can, like, glare really good. I don't know if it's intimidating when an elf glares at you. five paces. Okay. 
I draw my bow, ready to fire. I'm not going to fire, but I look right into Brad's eyes the entire time. I don't move. I don't talk. Okay. While you guys have had this discussion about who's going to be good cop, bad cop, uh, Brad has just continued to lie there, kind of um, not struggling anymore, partially because it hurts and partially because it's it's useless. And he's just breathing heavy and his eyes are closed and sweat has appeared on his brow and he's just he's just not paying attention to you. One more thing. If we don't get the information in, let's say, three goes, like I'm going to ask, and if I if I fail three times, we'll just kill him. Kravitz, I already have my arrow drawn. You just let me know when to go. Okay. Okay. Does anyone have any more input, or or is this the game plan? Where the army is? I was going to say, let me do the head puppet, and if we decide to kill him, I want to try to beat Travancore's arrow with my axe swing. Let's Make not. It a let's let's not. That's pointless. Bernie, any other anything else you want to add? Uh, I'm still sitting on his chest. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just gonna sit there and look cute. All right, we we break huddle. We walk over and we assume the positions that we just talked about. All right. So okay. I go to one of the corpses of the guys and I cut off one of their heads to prepare my head puppet. Okay. I take five paces back. I have my bow out. I have an arrow. I'm aiming at him. I'm looking him right in the eyes. I don't fire until we had three goes and fail. He's closed his eyes. Once he realized the predicament he's in, uh, his eyes are closed. He is still awake. He's just in. He has just contained himself, and he is just lying on the ground, pinned in multiple ways, breathing heavy. I'm going to keep staring at him in case he opens his eyes. And, okay. Uh, as I approach his approach him again, I keep the head behind my back so he can't see when he does open his eyes that there is a head puppet. But I'm when it comes time to bring out the head puppet, given his bro his brother, I made a head puppet before. It was one of his friends. Oh, it was yes. one of his friends, not his brother. Okay. All right, let's get this show on the road. I walk up and I uh, I kneel down, and I I kind of smack him in the face a little. I'm like, "Hey, Brad, how's it going?" He startles a bit, and he does open his eyes and, and glares at you, and he says, How do you think it's going? Well, it looks like you went and decided to go from racist uh, brigand to full-out enemy of the state, is what I'm seeing here. Jonathan the Muscular doesn't really care for that escalation, as it were. So we're going to have a quick chat about... The new guys you're working for. Namely, we want to know, where is your army? How big is said army? And if there are any more patrols in the area. And you are going to give me those answers, or we're going to have to make this a little bit more unpleasant. But you have the option to make it, like, so much more pleasant, Brad. Let me tell you what, those arrows could be coming out. Could stick my little healing figure finger right on those wounds if you really want. She is a healer. She could make it better. I don't want you sticking your finger anywhere near me. I've made my choice, and I'm not talking to you. Well, Brad, that is not what we wanted to hear. I'm going to give you another chance. I would love the information that I just asked you. I'm not going to repeat it. But Jonathan the Magic Muscular is also curious about something we saw in the sky not too long ago. A blue dragon. And from what I hear, this blue dragon doesn't want to be in these parts. 
So why don't you tell me how your army has gotten a blue dragon to work for you? And again, we can make this all very, very pleasant. Brad chuckles under his breath. It's a little wet. <laughs> you think you think all we have are failures like me? <laughs> You're walking into your own death. That dragon will just tear you apart. See, here's the thing. I don't think he will. I think we will find a way to change this dragon's mind, given that I know for a fact he doesn't want to help you, or she. I'm not sure what the sex of this dragon is. However, I will point out that you say we're walking into our deaths. We've killed every single one of your mates that we've run into. Yes. And (laughs) we'll keep going. So why don't you help save some of the lives of your new comrades and just give us the information that we need. Go ahead and roll a persuasion check. <laughs> well, <laughs> goodbye, Brad. I, I, I await Brad's response with my six persuasion. Six? Okay, good. Um, he continues so to wetly chuckle and says, you're powerful. <laughs> I'd forgotten how powerful you were, but th- this is... Only a couple of us. The army that will destroy you and Greenest mounts in the hundreds. And that's even before that's even before the dragon is called. And when when Cyan Wraith calls the dragon, there won't be anything left of your pathetic little village. Brad, can I ask you a question before other things happen? I just have some curiosity questions. I mean, like, if I say no, will you even listen to me? Well, no. But isn't it great that we both have the same answer to that question? Um, <laughs> so I just, I mean, like, I, you know, from one, like, holy, religious, faithy type person to another, like, what is the appeal? really of Tiamat because like I'm 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 just gonna throw this out here uh got a little drop a little knowledge on you you're not gonna be breathing fire like anytime soon and I know you think you're a failure but you didn't have to be a failure and I think your parents probably don't think you're a failure so could you like kind of like you know enlighten me like I just got I mean like let's go ahead and roll a persuasion theoretical for a second I just kind of curious persuasion Oh, good. That's a plus two. Nine. He finally looks you in the eye. He's been kind of half looking at Jonathan, then half just staring off blankly as he talks. And now he looks you in the eye. Who do you think are the only race that can become dragons? Not you, (laughs) little piece of shit. Mm. I'm like, all right. Nope. Hold on. I look at him and I say, sweetie, trust me, if I came out of your butt, I'd be a very big piece of shit. Um, yes, I know that you think humans can become dragons, and I think that's very cute and sweet. I'm going to I'm gonna predict the future here and tell you for you that it's not gonna happen anytime soon. While she's talking, I slowly pull out the hand puppet and start mimicking her words with my head puppet. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's just end this. Let's do this. 
And I hop off his chest and I give Travancore pl- plenty of room in case he misses the eye socket. Okay. Uh, Travancore, he, he looks into your eyes and there's resignation there. And he says, at the end of this, I will be rewarded. Will you? Yes. Well, no, because you're a failure. Bye, Brad. And you shoot him? Yeah, I, I fire my arrow. 23. Yeah, that All right. Uh, roll damage. You gotta get him for at least 18 to kill him. Sorry about that. Though he should have taken some damage from those arrows. Really? Four. You rolled a fucking one. So, um... For damage. How would you like to do this, since you are coup de grying him, essentially? I asked you to change your life, and you did. Too bad you didn't change it for the better. I let my arrow fly. Just nothing fancy. Just right in the brain. He's looking at you, and so you nail him right in his right eye, and he he gives a <laughs> as it hits, and he his head lolls a little bit, and he but his left eye manages to continue to stare unearingly as you at you as he dies. All right, uh, let's. I look at everybody and I go, "Teamwork makes the dream work, guys." Hundreds off his head as well. <laughs> Hundreds. That's something. Yeah, let's gather. Uh, let's gather all the bodies. Let's search the bodies. Wanna... Yeah, search them and uh, and get them out of the way. I... Do we even bother? I'm not. Do we even bother burying them? Or I'm not digging them? holes for these. Leave it for the animals. Uh, yeah, or the Drakes. Uh, Travancore searched most of the bodies before uh, oh, you yeah. guys dragged Brad on over here and could not find anything really of use. They didn't have any gold on them. They didn't have any uh, identifying information. Uh, they basically just had the armor and the weapons and maybe a little bit of, of rations. They were obviously a, a scouting party with minimal resources and um, there was really nothing on them. I know you took knives and a costume. Yeah, one of them had leather armor on, kind of just basic armor that had the the marking of the red palm on one of the, the front, uh, like over the heart. Uh, but that's about it. And when you search Brad, you're going to find the same thing. He's got, uh, he's wearing black leather armor. He's got the long bow and a couple arrows and some rations. And that's about it. He's He's not carrying anything else. Do I cleanly get his head? Uh, yeah. You are not yeah. taking that with you. I got two head puppets, and one of them has an arrow out of his eye. You are not taking <laughs> fight, this with fight, you. Fight. Kiss, kiss, kiss. I'm sorry. We get to vote on things that smell. I'm sorry. Do you want to <laughs> ride or do you want to walk? Let's let's leave the heads. No. What would you like to do? I'm it taking the heads. Party vote. Early, early party morning. Vote. You guys were woken up uh, because of the attack. I'll say you guys have had a long rest. Cool. What long rest. Perspective. The sun oh, is just God. beginning to rise on your second day out in the greenfields. And what would you like to do? There are hundreds out there. This isn't some small force we're coming up against. We know their numbers. Is it really wise to keep going in this direction? Do you want to send that brain thing? Do you do the thing with your I, brain? I can't do that yet. I have not. I am not powerful enough yet. I was hoping to become more powerful while we were out here. It's okay, bro. You'll get there. You want to go look for some more things to kill? Let's yeah, I need I need my head for we, head puppet theater. Let's uh, let's do this. Let's continue on. We killed one scouting party that would have been behind us, except for that one guy it, that got away. Wait, no, he died. Didn't no, he? you no, we killed you, everybody. You yeah, killed okay. everybody. At this point, everybody in the scouting party is dead. Right now, no one knows that we're out here, so we still have the element of surprise. Although we don't know when this scouting party was supposed to report back, 
So we only have that for so long. I say we use that time to, to reconnoiter a bit, learn as much as we can, and then if it really is insurmountable, we can hoof it back to greenness. But I think for now, we, we continue forward and, and see what we can find out. Although this is not, although I call this party Jonathan the Magimuscular and Friends, I, I know that it's not. So if this is everyone's party. We're still voting on that name. Um. I take one of the heads <laughs> and I, I whisper, poison, at the alchemy jug. No. <laughs> All right. It has created poison for the day. I always fucking want poison. Fucking. You always want mayonnaise. <laughs> Wait, we can make chicken salad. <laughs> <laughs> Roast chicken. Oh, buddy. My dear buddy. I want to. There's so many. If he gets to keep two fucking rotting heads and attract a million things that are going to want to come sniff at that and eat it, then I get to make mayonnaise for a day. That is actually a really good point because Mm -hmm. if they send a search party looking for these guys, they'll have their scent. Yep. I was right. I'm always right. Fucking Carlton over there with his... Well, I'm, I, so I concede to their point that, yeah, it probably would be smart to leap, take them with us. But I position the heads so that they're making out. Okay. That okay. way when, when the scouting party sees them, these two kids just gently interlocking, lips touching, caressing one another. Well, and I move the corpses so the corpses are caressing one another while the heads are separated, kissing one another. How much oh time God. did we waste so you could do this? They died with love in their hearts. Let's keep okay. going. Okay, I guess, Cat. well, here's the thing. I guess Carlton wasn't a part of the... Do we go forward or do we head back conversation? Yeah, hey guys, where are we going? Forward. We press, fo- we going press forward. forward for now. Jonathan, let's head to as much cover as we can find. Doesn't make right. sense to be out in the open. I I completely agree. As soon as we see a tree line, we make for that tree line. Pull up a map right. in your brain. There is not a tree line. There is just the rolling, gently rolling hills of greenest. You are in the green fields. As you kind of were all day yesterday, these are the the infamous fields of of just spotty bushes, uh, not many trees. It's mostly just rolling, gently rolling hills um, that Greenest is actually named for. It is miles and miles going all the way to the edge of the edge of the river, heading north. Uh, unless you wanted to make a sharp turn west and go several more miles into the wood of sharp teeth. Uh, but you would have to go way off your path in order to head that way. Otherwise, it's um, it's not a bright sunny day. It's kind of gray and overcast. There's a, a light rain and kind of a light mist. But there is not much cover beyond just the crest of the next hill. Um, as we're getting ready to leave, I cut off one of the Tiamat patches from the other uniforms and I put it in my pouch. Okay. If you guys are intending to do your best to stay undercover, you can all give me stealth checks. Okay. We know that's gonna work out well. I'm due a good roll here. <laughs> Got a pretty good bonus naturally, so let's hope that works. Sweet. 18. Hey! <laughs> I am stealthy! So 25. our lowest is 15, which is me. Although, Trev- okay, so Trevor and Corey need you to roll for shadow. And then oh, yeah. this is gonna be like four, four creepers and the blundering bear. <laughs> well, I'm considering this like a group stealth check. So, Carlton, what was your number? Eighteen. And Jonathan, what was your number? Fifteen. And Bernie? Seventeen. 
And Travancore, what was your number? 25. I'm rolling for Shadow right now. Okay, and that was a natural 20. Yep, and Shadow, and Shadow got to 22. Shadow can tiptoe. Okay. So you see Shadow tiptoeing with his front paws up like... He's Scooby-Dooing it along. Exactly. Rot row. He's doing it for a Shadow snack. You guys are managing to... Probably an apple. Use what little cover you can find. The the darkness of the day is is helping quite a bit. You're staying kind of along the low areas of hills. You're you do notice at one point as you continue to head north that uh, you do see what you think is a patrol off in the distance, but it's headed away from you, and you're able to, to stay well out of its way. You head north for about another hour or two the the sun is now fully risen it's full-on raining it's kind of a, a damp miserable day you're coming around the the crest of one of the the gently rolling hills and i would love you all to roll perception checks Ooh, i'm good at perception so am i i'm pretty which means i'm gonna roll terribly i'm on uh, fire 23 i got a 10 i got a 20 i got a 12 after my proficiency okay uh, Bernie and Carlton, you're really focused on staying quiet and stealthy, so you don't really notice too much. Travancore and Jonathan, you're um, actually both of you start to focus on the distance. About four to five miles ahead, you see there's a natural rise in the landscape. Looks like kind of a um, a small plateau. And you can see cooking fires. You can see in the in the very far distance there is an encampment you're coming upon of of a large number of people. You're you can't quite tell from this distance with the hills and everything how many people, but it's obvious that you're a, you're several miles away from a large encampment. Travancore, you hear. So you're headed north. You hear off to your southeast. And it's not heading towards you, but you hear the the flapping of wings and you take a look off to your right, to the east. And it's a little hard to see through the rain and through the haze and everything, but you're pretty sure you see a spot of blue in the distance growing slightly larger as it, it, as it steadily goes north and west so it's heading kind of in front of you all right let's let's hold up <laughs> i think we found the army guys yeah. hey we did it high fives all around okay what would you like to do is not die any forest anywhere nope so this army is camped out in out in the open um it, yeah. from what you can see at the moment they're on what looks like a, a slight rising plateau but yes they are not they're not hidden to a decent extent. Is it like the whole army? You don't know. Travancore, you here. Sounds like a good time. I feel like we should try to either from where we are, scout, or if we can't get a good number, get a little bit closer so that we have a number to give back to Tarbo. Let's do you have guess. the ability to collect call our friend Elizabeth? I can I do not. No. No, he hmm. doesn't. He was thought he was going to level up, and then he didn't, and now we're screwed. We're still 700 Travancore, away. you can now uh, more clearly see that, yes, it is the blue dragon that you have kind of spotted or have been spotting here or there and everywhere. It's many miles away, and it doesn't seem to be heading in your direction. It does seem to be heading for the, the camp. 
Well, can he roughly tell the size of it? Like if it's an adult or a youngling? Uh, go ahead, Travancore, and roll me a perception check and see if you can. 21. I'm on fire. Holy moly. Pretty large at this distance. The detail that you're seeing, uh, this seems like it's an adult. It's it's pretty large. And now, as you get that closer look to it, you see it It does a circuit, kind of swooping around what seems to be the outskirts of the camp. It just kind of glides, and you guys get a, a better view now that it, it has its back to you, and it glides all the way around kind of clockwise. You can all see it. It is, it is large. It is the size well, of several shit. buildings. Yeah. All right, here is... And it then swoops down and lands inside the camp, and you, it lands somewhere under your field of view. Right. All right. Here's here's what I see. We have no way to sneak up on them. We have no way to hide, and we have no way to to I, I to safely reconnoiter without splitting the party, and that's a really really bad idea. Especially, we don't want to send our sneakiest guy to their death. That's true. And yeah. I did think about maybe trying to pull uh, the Bernie Gambit and walk up and say, hail Tiamat and try to convince them that we wanted to join the army. But I think we get made pretty quick. I don't think that's going to work a second time. That was a dragon. Fun and games are over. Let's yeah. turn back. Yeah, we got um, it. Can I do a perception to figure out how big the camp is, like mileage, to give back to Tarbo? Yeah, you're pretty far away, but you can give it a try. Fuck, I like, hey guys, that's a lot you of people. You were so right, distracted by it that dragon sure is. that it, it, you can't even really think of anything else besides the fact of there's only a few miles between you and an adult blue dragon. Okay, let's, let me do this. I got a perception check. I got a 22. I perceived the fuck out of that shit. Drink or drink. I got a natural oh, 20. Nice. Let's see how many people. I want right, well, a head count down to the last hair. Uh, you're a little too far away to get that accurate of a count. But between what you can see from fires, cooking fires, campfires, uh, it's still early enough in the morning that there's there's a lot of, of morning cooking going on from what you can very vaguely see from the outline of buildings. Uh, it seems like there's quite a few tents and hovels that have been built. Um, a lot of it is under the ridgeline of the, the hill that you've come around, so you can't see the whole thing. You very quickly estimate at least 200 from what you can see, but you can't see the whole thing. And the, the figures are so far away that you can't tell who or what kind of uh, beings they are. Were we able to see the stars last night? For a little while, yes. Who was on first watch? I was second, I believe. I, I was the one who got woken up by the uh, party, so I was towards okay. the end. Whoever was on first and second watch would have, at that point, the clouds had rolled in, and so you had lost sight of the stars. So basically at the beginning of the night, yes. Uh, what the, the reason why I ask is because I want to try and see if, based on where we are, and I guess the hill and kind of the general area is good enough, I want to try and make as accurate a estimate of where we are so I can put it on my map and say, this is where we are and this is where we figure the enemy is. Okay. You're pretty positive. Um, let me... And I want to do this while we're backing off. I think everyone agrees that we're we're bugging out. Every... Yeah, I think we should yeah. go back okay. to Greenest. 
I do this. At, at, we we all start, of a sudden that mammoth fort seems pretty. Yeah, sweet. I'm not. Uh, yeah. I'm not standing here doing these calculations. We're we're already heading back. Okay, everybody, give me stealth checks. Peace While you're out. doing that, you would travel the first day. Guys, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh God, it's oh, getting bad. Yeah, I'm sorry it's too. Bad. I rolled on that. The good times one. are over. Well, so the first day you traveled just about twelve miles. The second day you traveled another, let's say, three miles. So you're about fifteen miles outside north of Greenest. Uh, from there, you can estimate probably another four to five miles, maybe. So yeah, the the initial estimates you got from your flump friend about what he said was great treasure. 20 miles north, uh, you have found an army. Uh, whether there's a great treasure there or not, you would have to go and take a look to see. Well, I'd imagine if there's a dragon's lair there, there would be great treasure. But not the one that I want to get at level three. <laughs> <laughs> and Carlton may be dumb, but he's at least smart enough not to go after a dragon at level three. With that being said, now, Carlton, what's your stealth check? Aww. I rolled a one. What's your okay, stealth check? Okay, natural one. Uh, okay. four. Natural ones are fun. Uh, Travancore. Seven with my bonus. Jonathan? It looks to be five. And Bernie? I got a 13. Okay, and uh, I'm go ahead. i the only non-failure Oh, here. Shadow, right? Go ahead and roll for Shadow. Out there. Okay. Eight. All right. All right. So he's more stealthy than I am. You well, guys... you're stealthy because you barely stand above the tall grass. Yeah, he, ba- he barely makes a noise. I need to have a bonus for being short and tall grass to myself. And I should get a bonus for not making any puns, even though everyone else seems to be bonus. <laughs> I have been keeping in mind that you are short. Uh, however, this is not tall grass. So you guys are backing away. Uh, you're kind of conversing quietly amongst yourselves. Not being terribly loud, but uh, you, you all stand up and Carlton at one point is just like, fuck this, I'm out of here and starts bolting. And the rest yeah. of you are like, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. And kind of run after him, catch up. And like, no, no, this, this is not the time. This is not the time. This is not the place. Uh, we need to keep going stealthy about this. And so you start heading back to Greenest. And you get about two or three miles. And I need you all to roll perception checks. Here we go. And I would love to know, are you guys walking in any specific Oh, my order? God. I fucking hate the dice tonight. <laughs> I did really good. I'm so perceptive. Are you guys walking in any specific order? Are you walking as like a clump? How are you actually? I, I'm left foot, right foot, left foot, right. Foot. I'm towards the back with Shadow. I'm riding in my saddle, of course. I'm guessing that uh, since I was booking it, I would be at the front of the pack with Bernie. And Bernie's like, "Whoa, calm the fuck down, dude!" Whoa, I... there, whoa, nay. But I'm perceptive because I got 21, so. Okay, and Jonathan? I rolled a three, so I got five after my proficiency. I uh, I rolled a one, so I get a two. Okay, and Travancore? Uh, I got a thirteen. Do I need to roll for Shadow as well for perception? Uh, no. Go. I'll I'll take yours in this case. All right, uh, Bernie, you have the presence of mind on the back of Carlton to be keeping an eye out. Uh, now that you're kind of back in the saddle, uh, you can clearly see four figures dart around the the hill that you guys had just come from and have started to follow you and are starting to catch up very quickly. Hey, um, guys, about how far away would you say they are? At this point, they're closing fast. They look to be uh, at a dead run. They're going to arrive within the minute. 
I think it's time. Um, uh, Keep running faster. No, we're just let's um everybody turn around. Um, we're about to get fought, fighted. Um, Travancore, time to shoot an arrow. Just would go you ahead. say they're within 120 feet? At this point, I'm gonna yes. Poison. I'm gonna cover my axe and poison. You do that, babe. I'm hopping out of the saddle. So you have just enough time for her to hop out of the saddle and all of you to prepare as four of these drakes that you would guard drakes that you have fought before. Um, kind of this pack. I fought a gold looking one. There's two green ones and two blue ones. They kind of split off and they come approaching at you from either side and we can roll initiative. Guys, I don't have a green drake scale yet. I can get a green drake one to complete my collection. Did I have time to, uh, to cast major armor on myself? Yeah, we'll say that Bernie's warning gave you enough time to cast Mage Armor. Yep. Oh, great. I got a one. So that's cool. Travancore, what's your initiative? 15. Okay, Carlton. 19. And Bernie? <laughs> I got a one. Okay, good to know. Jonathan, what's your <laughs> what's your initiative? 20. All right. Thanks to Bernie's warning, she then spends most of this round getting off of Carlton's back, so she can't do very much until the very end. But thanks to her warning, you guys are not surprised. Jonathan, you do see these four very familiar drakes in two different colors start to flank you guys. What would you like to do? I focus on the one, if we're looking at the map, the one to our left. Okay. And I put some scorching rays in it. Okay, the green one or the blue one on the left? The blue one okay actually the, let's it doesn't really matter they'll they'll end up in the same place so let's do the blue one okay 15 that hits that'll hit as well 24 That's hits 24 eight that misses so you got all two. right so let's do oh an anemic 11 damage so pew choo two of them come screaming out from your hands and hit this blue drake in its sides and it at you and it's looking pretty it's looking pretty unhappy with you carlton it is your turn uh i see that green one kind of doing his but uh doing his thing over there to the left or the right i'm like uh to the left left okay if you're looking at the uh, map so to the say, left. yes left uh and i'm like because i was running and then i had to stop not making me happy and i got my poison tipped axe i'm like oh, i'm gonna rage up in this bitch okay and I'm going to go into a frenzy. <laughs> okay. I'll save my reckless for a little bit later. So I'm going to attack frenzied and raging and all kinds of angry. And I'm assuming you're moving up to it? Yeah. Okay, just right in front of it? that's how I attack. All up in his business. Just right up in front of it? Uh, kind of, Give me the square right above me. Kind of like into his side. So I can try to cleave him in twain. Here? Yeah, because I haven't said that in a while. Cool. So that's a 20? That hits. All right, and then, damage. all right, so second attack, uh, 24. That hits. Uh, so 11 after my rage damage bonus. Okay. For the first hit, and then uh, 16 for the second hit after my rage damage Oof. bonus. Nice. You've definitely sunk your axe into his back in a way that he is super unhappy with. I, I was hoping, like, dead, not super no. unhappy, but Super that's fine. unhappy. Oh, uh, poison damage. You have to do a DC 10 constitu constitution throw. Oh, okay. Remember? Thank you for reminding me. Uh, constitution is probably not going to reach that. It's an 8. All right. Yeah, it has to be a DC 10 saving throw. So he so takes poison me. damage. All right. So he's got disadvantage until the end of his next turn. And then he also takes uh, one uh, D4 
four. He takes 1d4 damage. Go ahead and roll it. All right, fine. We'll just four. All right. So he takes four poison damage. He'll have disadvantage until the end of his next turn. It is their turn. Uh, This blue one on the left that just got hit with two scorching rays is going to rush up and go after Jonathan, the Magimuscular. This blue one, he's going to rush up to Shadow. All right. The blue one that's attacking Jonathan... Uh, he's going to try to bite you and then hit you with his tail. So here comes the bite. Uh, that's a 15 versus AC. 15 hits. All right. And then here comes the tail. Uh, that'd be a 23 versus AC. All right. So he bites you for 11 piercing damage. All right. And then the tail comes around and whacks you in the head for six bludgeoning damage. All right. I take it. I right. look extremely hurt. The other one is going to try to Wait, do... Wait, how much damage did you take? Uh, 17. The other oh, one shit. is going to try to do the same thing to Shadow. Uh, 17 versus AC? That's going to hit. And that would be a natural 20 on the tail. Oof. So let's do the bite first. So that would be 8 piercing damage on the bite. And then the tail is... That's 11 bludgeoning damage. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's going to take Shadow right to zero. All right. Shadow is mauled by this guard drake who just brings him down. He's now unconscious on the ground, uh, but Jonathan does remain standing. Uh, Travancore, it is your turn. I am furious. I see my quarry and I mark him with the hunter's mark. Okay. I'm assuming the one that just went after Shadow. Yes. Okay. And I am going to hit him with one of my trusty arrows. Okay. 23. That hits. All right. Roll for that beautiful bean damage. 11. And then I get Hunter's Mark as well, I believe. Yep. Should be a one die, six, two. All right. Uh, He takes your bear down and then uh, screeches at you as this arrow just pounds into him. Uh, I need Shadow to make a death saving throw. Okay, so... You just roll a d20. That's all it is? You okay. just roll a d20. Here we go. He saves. 14. All right, he saves. The green ones are going to go. Uh, first, one of them is on Carlton. He is also going to try to bite and then tail you. The seven probably doesn't hit. Seven does not hit me at all. Uh, 24 probably hits. 24 definitely hits. All right, that's the tail. I have a thick hide, not that thick. You're going to take eight bludgeoning damage. Bludgeoning, uh, am I resistant against that? You should be if you're raging. I Bludgeoning, yep. Uh, So you said how much? Eight? Eight. So you'll take half. Four. Yep. Uh, The other one is... Take four damage. He sees Shadow go down, and he's going to go after Bernie. Uh, He's going to try to bite and hit you with his tail. Uh, that's a 23 versus AC on the bite. Um, a 23, yeah, that's going to fucking hit. That so. is. Uh, and an 18 on the tail? Also going to hit. Okay, so the bite is six piercing damage. Yay. The tail is eight bludgeoning damage. They are done, Bernie, once you're done taking that damage. Oh, great. It is your turn. All right. So everybody's almost dead, apparently, except Travi, which means I'm going to cast. I'm okay. No, you're not. You took took 
four damage, so you've also been hurt. I'm at 35. I'm not hurting. No, you didn't heal. Oh, wait, you did. We you healed all the way rest. back up. You took a long rest. Thank God for the long rest. You should all be at full hit points at the start of this. You should have all of your spells back, all of that. Exhaustion yeah. well, levels reset good. to zero. Yeah. Hit die reset to zero. Yeah, everything. Okay, everything reset. All right, I'm going to cast Prayer of Healing, and um, I get to do Prayer of Healing on um, up to six creatures. So basically... That gets everybody. Everybody that's not the drakes. What, you don't want to heal the drakes? Come on. No, I don't want to heal the drakes. A couple heal of the drakes. drakes. Give them that hotline bling. <laughs> I mean, my one uh, drake is really hurting. Come on. So 2d8 plus uh, 4. Please, actually. So everybody gets 14. Everybody yeah, gets yeah, back to 14. Shadow will start at 0 and then get 4. So he's now at 14 hit points. So he comes back to consciousness. So be careful, Jonathan, because you have... Uh, I'm gonna nineteen. Uh, now. Yeah, I'm gonna be as careful as I can. Yeah, careful. Watch out for those things biting you. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm like, guys, focus Oof. fire. Is there anything else you want to do, Bernie? Uh, do I get to do anything else? Where am I in relation to? You can try to move, but if you move, the thing is gonna get a, a attack of opportunity on you. If you no, have I'm... a bonus action, you can bonus action. Do I have a? What counts as a bonus action? It will say. You'll have an ability or a spell that'll say I don't have as a any bonus. bonus. As a bonus action? <laughs> no, that's really vulgar and disgusting. So let's just keep going. Bernie isn't doing something vulgar and disgusting. I must I really have you say, guys scared. Like, I don't know why. I just really wanted to, as a bonus action, try to stick the handle into my of my mace into this thing's butt because I'm kind of its butt's kind of in my face right now. But that would be really <laughs> weird. You want to sodomize it. No, no, just poke it. Just poke it a little bit. Just to see how it feels? His maw with the big, <laughs> sharp, pointy teeth is actually in your face right now. But it is Jonathan's oh, turn. okay. All right. I just say, let's bring down the one on Carlton so he can come back to us and act as our tank. And I, uh, I scorching ray the one in front of, uh, of Carlton. Okay. Thank God. That oh, hits. Well, mm. that does not hit. 16. That hits. So two of them hit. That's a little better. 13 on the one on uh, Carlton. So the first one pounds into its face and it gets distracted from Carlton and it starts to hiss at you. And then the second one uh, hits the side of its head and it falls over dead. Yay. I like Carlton to me. I'm coming. Anything else? No, because I think anything else will not be good. Actually, can can I move around it? Uh, you can, as long as you stay within five feet of it. I'm it will not attack. Move, I'm going to move so I'm back to back with Travancore. So basically move to there? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You you kind of jockey for position, but stay within a couple feet. Yeah. Of and it. I get out my, uh, as I'm doing that, I have my, I take my quarterstaff in two hands and Harry the thing. Okay. Uh, th- Jonathan, did you hit any of them? Yes. I hit the one in front of me. Okay. And Carlton, it is your turn. I'm going to run over to and go in between the Drake and Bernie. Thank and you. Thank no, 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 you. No, 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 no. So, oh, okay. so between the blue Drake and Bernie. Right there, you mean? Yes. Ugh. Uh, so for our listening audience, if you move over one more to the left, if you go there, you would be in flanking. That's what I... Ha, 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 ha. That's why I took out my Do thing. that one. Does that give me an advantage or something, anything? Uh, if you are flanking, then any attacks against the creature you are flanking, you have advantage on. because. Okay, cool. So I can do that without being reckless. 
Alright, can I do attack damage, attack damage? Because, like, if I kill it on the first attack, then I'm going to run to the next one and hit that one. Okay. So can I do attack damage then? Uh, yeah. Alright, because I, I still get my two attacks. First attack is not going to hit, so I'm going to... I swing at it, I miss, and I'm like... Well, you get advantage, so you get to roll twice. Yeah. I'm going to... Well, for my... uh, Alright, because advantage. Yep, so roll again. That one hits at a 24. 24 definitely hits. So I kind of like swing above his head to kind of wind up to come down on him. Okay, roll that's your what damage. That, that's what that missing the advantage was. Uh, and I hit him for uh, 17. Okay. Is he still standing? He is still standing. Jonathan, how would you feel if I go after Bernie's? Not good. All right, fine. I will finish the job here. All right. Roll for your second attack. All right, because he would get opportunity on me because he's not dead. You so. would, moving away, he'd get a chance to... All right, and since I'm flanking, 9 and 23, I do the wind-up again, kind of aiming for the uh, the home run. 23 hits. Go ahead and and then I'm going to hit for, ooh, uh, 18. Nice. Uh, you lop, you basically sink your axe right into the side of its neck, and as you pull it out, it gurgles and dies. Uh, and I say, Yay! and I say, <laughs> go help Bernie, because you should it still have dead. some movement left. Carlton, do good. Carlton, do good. Get over there. Yeah, I move over to right in front. Uh, can I get in between Bernie and the Drake? Uh, not in between, no, because they are next to each other. How much is your movement? 30. So 5, 10. So you've gone half your movement. You can go another three squares. Where would you like All to right, be? All right, then uh, right underneath the Drake. Right there? And then I kind of yeah. like, I look at it, like I start banging my uh, axe to call its attention off of Bernie. Okay, that is the end of your turn. It is... I do also have full health, so I'm not, like, de- dying. Uh, this blue one thinks that it just killed the bear, and so it is actually going to shift, because the blue one thinks that he killed Shadow, is now moving in to flank with his friend because you're making all this noise. Okay. So he is going to get advantage on his bite and his tail. Here comes That's the fine. bite. Uh, 12 probably doesn't hit. 12 will miss. Okay. And then here comes the tail. Uh, 21 versus AC, I think, hits. That that, that does hit. Okay. You are going to take uh, seven bludgeoning damage. Uh, so is it rounded down or rounded up? Uh, it's always rounded down. Everything is right, always so rounded three down. three damage. Yep. Uh, and that is the end of his turn. Travancore, it's your turn. Okay, so if I move Shadow, like, beneath the, uh, the blue drake, does that mean that Carlton will have flanking advantage? Yes, oh, well, you would be in a, a big conga flanking line between <laughs> Drake, Carlton, Drake, Shadow. And uh, Shadow would also get, if if you wanted him to attack instead of you attack, Shadow would What's get What's the benefit advantage. of flanking again? You get to roll advantage on all of your attacks against the guy who is being flanked. Am I flanking a uh, green one or no? You are not no. flanking the green one. Okay. The idea behind flanking is I've got... A straight line. Yeah, I've got guys on either side of me, and so I cannot give... Uh, my attention to either I can't give my attention to both I can either look at one or look at the other and so you get advantage on the attacks okay, okay. but only the people who are flanking Shadow has flanking but my attack is still a little bit more powerful than Shadow's with the Hunter's Mark and so I'm gonna go ahead and shoot, try to take another arrow in him okay the Hunter's Mark is still active right it's up Hunter, for a minute yeah it stays active for oh, as long as he's alive right Uh, it's a little less than that I'll look that up it's definitely still active right now you All right. Go ahead and roll your attack. 20. That hits. So I'm going to roll my uh, arrow damage first. Okay. It's going to be a four. And then Hunter's Mark is going to be two. Okay. <laughs> so wow. six damage. Probably should just have Shadow Attack. 
Because Shadow gets multi-attack, right? He has a multi-attack. He could bite and uh, claw. And you could have done that with advantage. Yeah, but I, I mean, figured that... need the advantage. The max damage that I could do with those, if I had rolled better, <laughs> would have been higher than that melee would have been. The dice are cruel mistresses. They really are. Um. So, for your information, Hunter's Mark is concentration up to an hour. So oh, so I'm good the rest of the fight. As long as you don't remark somebody, you're good. Um, anything else you'd like to do? I am going to... Well, I probably shouldn't move. I'm, I'm a fleshy, softy thing, right? I'm going to move, like, I guess, between Bernie and uh, Carlton, so that I'm, like, right between them. Like, underneath Bernie, to the left of Carlton. No, no, like, no, no, you don't... Don't do that? No, that's don't no, do no, that. there. You don't need to do that. No, just stay where you are. Why do you... You, don't, you can you get anything. You have range. You have range okay. weapons. You need to be up the armor. Okay, Your physical then I'm... presence is not necessary. Stay we appreciate you, you being all up in our business, but stay out of our business. <laughs> all right. Fine, guys. I'm going to stay here and shoot arrows at things. Yeah, do what you do. It is the green one's turn. Uh, the green one is not smart enough to understand what flanking is. All it knows is that Bernie looks delicious. So it is going to continue to attack Bernie. Uh, here comes the bite for well, 24. Yeah, that'll hit. That'll fucking hit. Oh, uh, but that he does roll though. a natural one on the tail. So well, there we go. The tail misses you. That's eleven piercing damage on the bite, and it is your turn as it sinks its teeth into your side. Uh, tail just barely missing your head. Wow. Okay, so can I banana around and flank it? Can we just do this? Absolutely. <laughs> Because I want to make sure I hit it with my guiding bolt, which I'm about to cast. Because it's motherfuckers. God. What about that weapon that comes around and hits stuff? Oh, that spiritual weapon? Let me pull up spiritual weapon really quick. Cause this... yeah, the flanking is fun, and you have a flanking conga line going. For our listeners at home, it's now Bernie Drake, Carlton Drake, Shadow. So you can cast it, hit this green one, move it. Hit the blue one. So it's 1d8 plus my spell casting modifier, but here's the deal. And I know that's like a great, like, fun, yay, 1d8. I could do 4d6 radiant damage on this asshole if I just used my guiding bolt. Oh, do what you do. And then I wouldn't have to burn. I'm going to do guiding bolt. I don't want to waste my speed. And I have advantage, so let's go ahead and do that thing. Does advantage work with spellcasting, or is it just melee weapons? I believe it only works with melee weapons, but in my game, you if you are in flanking with somebody, I sure, yes. I believe you get advantage. I have a plus two. No, I have a plus four because it's my spell house and modifier. Also in my game, I don't do a, a negative for if you're a ranged if you're doing a ranged attack or a spell attack next to somebody and hitting someone else. So Does a twenty hit? A twenty definitely hits. A twenty hits. Yes, motherfuckers. Roll me some beautiful radiant damage. 16 radiant damage. Excellent. Does he die? No, that one hasn't been hit yet until just now. God. Um, but you took a nice it. chunk out of his side as he's like harried between you and Carlton and is unable to like keep an eye on both of you. And his side is now just scorched with radiant damage. Uh, and Jonathan, it is your turn. Oh. Would you like right. to join the flanking conga line? Well, Jonathan, uh, there's would you no... like to kill this motherfucker? Because I'm not going to be able to take another there's, uh, there's, There's no place for me. However, there is a place in that green one for, uh, for some magic missiles. Roll magic missile damage. That would be 12 damage. Excellent. So you hit it in the same flank that Bernie got with its radiant damage, and now the magic missiles just sink into there, and it, <laughs> and it screeches, but it is still alive. 
Anything else? God damn it. You know what? I should have cast sleep on Carlton again. Ah. <laughs> yeah, because that. Because <laughs> that. We fight Drake. Oh, okay. like, Everyone just, just a quick been aside. Uh, someone who was listening to the show got to that episode where I cast sleep on on Carlton and screamed at it, at the radio. <laughs> Why? Why? Because sleep. Yeah. Was fun. So did I, actually. I re-listened to that episode, and I was like, well, we all know how this is going to end. And With me taking a nap mid-battle. <laughs> yeah. All right, Carlton, it is your turn. You are you are the middle of this flanking sandwich. You've got a drake to your left, a drake to your right. What would you like to do? Am I f- uh, Which one am I flanking? You are both flanking of both of them, and both of them are flanking oh, you. Because both of their attention is a turn to the other guy, right? Basically, right now, you Everybody's get advantage confused. on either of them, and either of them get advantage on you. All right. Well, the green one hit my little buddy. So yeah, like, that's right. Hey, hey, Fuck that's that. my little buddy. And I, I try to stick my axe into him. Okay. So melee attack, advantage. Ooh. Natural 20. Wow. Hey, Take a drink. Take a drink. <laughs> Go ahead and roll axe damage. Uh, uh, so are we doing roll twice or double? Roll the dice twice. Okay. And then add your modifier. And then add, uh, and then add modifier. Yeah, you or... don't double the modifier. You only double the dice. What would you normally roll? Well, so normally this would be a nine, but then four plus plus four plus two because I'm raging. Okay, so like, but you normally roll a twelve. You roll. No. This is a d twelve. Yes. So roll instead of again. rolling one d twelve, you now roll two d twelve plus four okay. plus whatever. Plus three. All right. So That's since I already happens. have macros and I already rolled the one. I'm just going to do this with a calculator. That's fine. 17 damage. All right. On the green one? On the green one. That's hurt my little buddy. It, you actually chop off its tail, and it screeches at you, but it is not dead. But hold but on, hold on, hold on. If still... it attacks me again, does that mean that it can't do, like, taily switch damage? It only has one attack now because he chopped off its tail. Well, we're about to find out after. Because I'm still frenzied, and I'm going to be all up in his business with my second attack. <laughs> Go ahead and hit it again. 23 and crit fish does not happen but 23 23 definitely hits go ahead and roll damage so uh that'll be 16 all right so you lop off its tail and come around and then sink the axe into its back right into its spine uh bernie from your perspective you see its big toothy maw open to try to bite your face and then it just freezes in horror as it falls over dead and then i do the finger gun snap to bernie go little buddy Thanks, man. Air high five. Air five. All right. Anything else you want to do, Carlton? I'm so drunk. Uh, I want to drink more meat. All right. He's you so do that. red. Is that like his, is this your lighting? Or are you just getting really red, clutching this like, you're also really tense? He's just like, <laughs> imagine some creature tensed up around this bottle of meat. Like, oh my God, I want to drink the meat. Like, the thing is, I know that's a growler, and I know it's big, but it doesn't look very big in your hands, and so it's just... <laughs> well, I'm a drink all the bird. He kills this drake, and then well, guys, um, be- pulls a little flask out and starts to drink it. Here's the problem. I have to go film a project tomorrow morning. I, don't, I didn't have... When I got drunk on this podcast, I didn't have anything to do the next day except go to an escape room, which I solved, so good luck. <laughs> Well, Carlton, uh, the blue one is still going to try to hit you, even though it no longer has advantage on its attacks, because it's... Yeah, he can go fuck himself, but go ahead. Well, first, he's going to try to bite you. 15? 
like I said, he can go fuck himself. And the tail is a natural one. So he's gonna double fuck himself. He's he's left himself open to shadow, literally and figuratively. Travancore, what would you and Shadow like to do? Shadow's gonna go for a full attack. He did not appreciate that last attack. Okay. So I'm gonna roll for the uh, first bit of it first. Okay. With my bonus, it's a ten. That uh, does not hit. Oof. Oh my god. So that was the claw. That was the claw, All and right. then the other one I think is the bite, which just gets a plus one. Do do do. Well, no, 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 no. You have advantage, so you can roll those attacks twice. Yeah. Oh right. Oh, I can roll the other one. That's right. That's right. I can roll. I can try for the bite again. You can try for the bite and again. The claw again. Because of All the right, conga again. That's gonna be a twelve. That still doesn't hit. It just Ugh. just misses the flank. Shadow is still kind of woozy from getting knocked down by this thing and hasn't from quite dying gotten and getting resurrected. Exactly. Uh, but go for <laughs> your second attack. Day. All right, gonna go for the second attack, and I get advantage on this one too, you right? Get advantage on this one. Six. Roll it again. Oof. Twelve. <laughs> Remind me why I saved this animal's life. Someone, please. Shadow just he just still doesn't have his bearings and he's doing his best but he just can't quite hit this thing uh, anything else you want to do nah all right bernie it is your turn what would you like to do oh it's my turn again it is okay i'm am i technically flanking it or is carlton being in the way gonna cause problems at this point you are not next to any creature so you are not flanking or being flanked by anything you could move next to it, and because it is currently being flanked, I will give you advantage on attacks if you are I'm next to it. I'm a sidle on up next to Carlton, then. All right. Like right there? Like right there. Um, <laughs> and I think I'm just going to use Guiding Bolt again, because I'm going to have to like heal the shit out of myself pretty soon. And, All right. Um, that's going to take Prayer of Healing. So... Let's do this. I just want to say that you need to thank me because I've had the Hamilton soundtrack in my head this whole time and I haven't sung any of it out loud. <laughs> okay, so that first one is a 17. Does that hit? That hits. If you want to roll twice because you'll have advantage on these. All right, why not? Let's just see if I get a 20. Can't hurt to crit fish. No, I won't get a 20, but we got that nice 17. Yep, so definitely pretty. hit. Lots of things. 19. Of things. 19, nice. Uh, that is a solid hit on its side, and it, it screeches at you, but it is it is still up and snapping away. Anything else? Um, Am I within poking in the butt? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just going <laughs> to. <I'm> just... <laughs> All right, Jonathan, it is your turn. I want to reach out like I'm going to try to poke it in the butt. Like, just like poke, poke, just but like, not really. It, not may, really, like, it may try to I take don't your get finger off enough. on its next turn. No, I don't get close enough. I'm just like. All right, I throw another magic missile into into this one. All right. Jonathan Roll the Magic damage. Muscular feels like everything deserves a magic missile. <laughs> you magic missiles missile. for all. And you get a magic missile. And you get a magic missile. Oh, my God. Jonathan the Magic Muscular is a little tired from all the magic missiles that have been flying around. <laughs> he does seven damage. All right, seven. I'm sorry. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Eight damage. Eight damage. Because All right. You say if you roll the one again for the third one. This this thing is looking really really hurt, but it is still standing. I should have put his ass to sleep. Yes, that would have totally been the solution. That would have been <laughs> the best thing. I think. The best. I'm gonna put him to sleep, and then I'm gonna find out that he has more hit points than everybody in my party, and he's just gonna combine on us while we're dead. Carlton, what would you like to do? Has it been a minute since we started? No, we're only on time. the third round. Okay, cool. Then you're I'm still the raging. Yeah, you're still raging. 
Yeah. Uh, a double attack on two, rounds. final Drake. If we make it to ten rounds, you better be fighting that blue dragon that you left behind. Melee attack. Am I, am I flanking still? You are still flanking. All right, first one's a 19. That hits. Crit fishing for not a two. <laughs> right. uh, second attack. Caught a boot. A two, it's eight, and a 22. So both attacks hit. Both hit. All right, and that hits for nine and uh, 15. How would I like to do this? How would I like to do this? How would I like to do this? Well, as the fabulous Matt Mercer would like to say, how would you like to do this? Yay! I'm so happy. (laughs) So he hit my, like, he went after Shadow Buddy, who I barely know, but he's still my buddy. The other one went after, so I kind of just wind up the axe real fast, like above my head, like in a whirlwind fashion. And I go and I swing it down and I cleave right through its neck. You are the master of removing heads from bodies today. And this is the third one you've done. And the head goes flying and lands with the thunk, the thunk. I go over to the head and I'm like, hey guys, new head puppet from my head puppet theater. All right. You guys have defeated all four drakes. You get a total of 1,800 experience to split between the four of you. I would like to go take a scale from the green drake. Uh, Let's leave them. We got to go, guys. Yeah, we don't have time for this shit. Nope, I want a green Drake scale. All right, well, we're, well, we're going to leave you behind. Peace, bye. I'm leaving too. Shadow as well. Uh, if you do want to try to take a scale, it's going to take a nature check, and it's going to take about 20 minutes. Uh, and your friends are already starting to walk away. We Guys, do not... I have a trophy from everything. We do not have 20 minutes. Fine, but you owe me a green Drake scale. One of these days, sure, fine. Get your ass over here. Let's get in the saddle and go. That is a when the five. time comes, friend. We'll take one from the dragon itself. That that is a debit we are willing to take on. All right, fine. I don't have a green. I don't know then. if you want. Are you guys like booking it back to greenest? Are you guys gonna try to continue to be stealthy? No, are you? What can like we to... stealthily like? Can hustle? we stealthily run really here, fast? Let's here, like. Here's the problem. We just made bodies here. We made bodies back there. We're leaving a trail. They know where we are. So we yeah. just gotta get the we, fuck we out we of got Dodge. A double time. Yeah. Okay. If you wanna just go, you can make it back to Greenest by the evening. Um, if you wanna just just book it. It's it's kind of a dreary day. I would like all of you to roll uh perception checks as you kind of safely move through the greenfields. <laughs> Six. Natural one. Natural I got one. a natural uh, one as well. So that's a- that's so busy. Two natural ones in a row. Yelling uh, that's a five because I'm proficient. Well, All thanks. right. So you guys are, you're, it's a good jog. And you've got Reggie with you. You've got Shadow with you. They're keeping pace. Wait, did we bring Reggie? Uh, yeah, Reggie's been here the whole time. Oh. Reggie has been Hi, here Reggie. The whole... How come Reggie never gets bit? I'm like, God, like Reggie never wins. attacks anything. Yeah, Reggie always stays out of the way. Reggie's just like, still is a treat. Still is a treat. Still is a treat. Don't move. Now <laughs> that you mention it, I could have stuff attack Reggie if you really want no! me to. I mean, you know. <laughs> Not um, Reggie! You guys no! are booking along. You're trying to stay together. You're trying to stay quiet. You're trying to get as far away from this fuck-all dragon as you can. Uh, Jonathan, you managed to reach out and grab Carlton. Bernie, are you still on his back? I'm on Carlton's back. Since I'm sitting on his back, can I do a medicine check for, like, strapping a bandage over my, like, gaping wound as we go, since I'm sitting, technically? Uh, you can do a medicine check. All it's going to tell you is how how badly you were hurt. It's not going to get you oh. back any hit points. How could do I... Do, could she do a hit die since she's up there sitting? Can I do a hit die? Like You a, guys like... would have to well, stop can't... and take a short okay. rest. 
But that's not fair because, like, if I have skills in medicine and, like, I should be able to, like, be in this chair, like, just doing a shitty rap job yep. to get myself a couple hit points. Uh, you're not going to die. You won't bleed out. <sighs> Fine. If you would like to spend a short rest, if you'd like to actually no. stop and spend a short rest, then you guys could roll as many hit die as you have available. Nah, it's cool. We got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, we're okay. going to beeline it to Tarbo's. Okay, thanks to Jonathan just happening to roll quite enough as y'all are jogging along. He reaches out, grabs a hold of Carlton, and uh, pulls him just enough to the left to avoid the um, the, the small depression and hole in the ground that would have uh, twisted your ankle and made you fall. And uh, keeps you on your feet, and everybody keeps going. So it is It is a long jog back to Greenest. It is wet and dreary. You guys are soaked through. Um, uh, actually, let me get constitution saving throws from all of you. I'll be a good PC and let you know that since I exhausted, I have disadvantage. Then give me a uh, constitution saving throw with, exa- with disadvantage. I know. I'm just letting you know. Five, eight and 16. So eight. Okay. Well, I got a six. Uh, Travancore? 22. Jonathan? I got a seven. Okay. Uh, Travancore, you are used to being out in the wilds. You've, uh, you understand that this is just the way the world works and you've dressed appropriately and, and you're doing fine. Uh, the rest of you are, um, are just shivering and cold and miserable. It is, it is an awful, awful day. A bunch of you are super hurt. You do make it to Greenest without encountering any additional resistance, um, but you are all exhausted by the time you get there. Uh, the sun has gone down. Uh, exhausted as an actual exhaustion or just role-playing exhaustion? Role-playing exhaustion, we'll okay, say. Okay, because that's actually, it makes a difference for me. It does. But uh, you guys, you guys managed to kind of stumble your way back into Greenest, but the sun has gone down. It is well into late into the evening, um, the rain is now pouring down. You guys are hurt and wet and cold. Travancore Shadow has come up next to you and is like, <gasps> Reggie is looking, even Reggie's looking a little bit haggard. Um, but you do make it back to town. And uh, we will stop there, actually. Thanks for listening to Dungeons and Dragons and Drunks. Follow us on Twitter at Dungeon Drunks or at our host podcast at Glibshark or www.glibshark.com and see you next encounter.